Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the DDP, the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul, and we go deeper every day into wherever we are on the journey, particularly right now. It's Mark chapter 5. We are talking about Jesus and his disciples having journeyed to the land of Gadara, and they are now dealing with this young man who's come out of the tombs. He has broken shackles and chains. They've been pulled apart, broken in pieces. No one can tame him. And verse 5 adds, And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. There's a couple of important things that are happening in the background to this story because if we're not careful, what we see is just this maniac, this young man, We attribute his issues to being demon-possessed, and we move on. And the problem with that is that he is not relevant then to our lives. He's just a kid 2,000 years ago who somehow got into some space spiritually that did something to his soul Um, He, we, we can project onto him some exorcist style demonic possession that we've seen in Hollywood. Um, We can then sort of dismiss his story as entirely relevant for us. And if we do use it, it will simply be to show people not to play with the devil or the things of the world. And then because we don't have any real info as to what got him there, we'll fill the gaps and we'll fill the gaps with tarot cards and astrology and Ouija boards and and horror movies and whatever. That's kind of the way we've treated a lot of these stories in the Gospels is to say, well, how'd they get here? Well, I can tell you the stuff you need to leave alone. And then it just sort of dismisses the whole story as relevant. I, I think it's the wrong approach. We've been given enough information in the background on this young man to make a declaration to society today. And what we know is that this young man lives by himself. He is completely isolated night and day in the mountains. And that means not in the city, not in the village. So he has no human contact. He prefers to be around the tombs, which means he hangs out with the dead. He hangs out in a dead space. He hangs out in an environment that he can control. He he doesn't have to answer to anyone. He can live in a fantasy world. He dwells among people who give him no objections, no stimulation, no wrestling, no argument, no problems. He is an isolationist gone to seed. This young man is characteristic of what happens in an environment of complete isolation away from the ties of family and community. And I'm skipping ahead just a little bit right here to make an interpretation. When Jesus heals him, he tells him to go home, to go to his family, which tells me that Jesus knew That a big reason this young man was struggling the way he was struggling is because he had been cut off. He had either been cut off or he had cut himself off. And it seems like he had cut himself off from his family. But the fact that people keep putting him in chains 
tells me that those who could have loved him, embraced him, hugged him, and knew him keep trying to control him. And the response he has is a response of rebelling against that control. And that rebellion is, is exemplified in that passage we read yesterday from Isaiah 65. My heart breaks for the Gadarene demonic because I see the fact that he's a young man as being indicative of so many young men that I've seen. They're void of ambition. They're void of direction. It's easier to just stay at home, sort of play video games in mom's basement, not go confront the world. And now with social media and technology allowing you to basically live in one spot without dealing with real humans, their contact comes through avatars and fake video game names and social media fronts and and we can be we don't have to confront real people we don't have to have relationships it's not uniquely a young men problem i don't mean that but it certainly is an issue uh for young men and when you contrast this i i can't help but see this i i felt like the lord showed me this a few years ago Mark gives you a story of a young man in trouble followed by a story of a young woman in trouble. The young man's the gathering demoniac. The young woman is Jairus' daughter dying at home. And what struck me is that there's no one that cares for the young man, but there's a dad that cares very much for the young woman. And... If we've ever entered a unique moment in history, well, unique's probably not the right word, but a specific moment in history, we've entered it in the last few decades especially, where there's not a lot of voices for the young man. There's a lot of voices for the young woman. And I don't mean there shouldn't be for the young woman, but I, my heart breaks for the Gadarene demoniac. Because the longer he gets pushed into the cave, the longer he gets... Chained. the longer he gets put into that place, the worse his isolation becomes. Jesus' answer for him is to deliver him by identifying his problem. We're going to get into that in the next few days where Jesus asks the name. But then he seats him, clothes him, gives him peace, sends him back because the end game for this young man is not simply deliverance. The end game is relevance. And we are not in this journey with Christ to simply be delivered from what's wrong with us. We are, but not simply, not only. We are in this to be delivered from what's wrong with us and to be utilized, to be sent out, to be valuable. So it's not enough for Jesus to set me free. It is the heart of Jesus to make me relevant. And in a world full of individual liberty, we are sometimes forgetting relevance, meaning, purpose. There's not enough to set the man free. He's free enough to live in the tombs and in the caves. You can't chain him, but he's not relevant. And he needs to be set free from what's going on inside before he can be relevant. And that's my prayer for all of us. Not simply that we meet a Jesus who delivers us from what's inside, 
but a Jesus that doesn't leave us there, but sends us to where we should be. We're unpacking this as we go this week. More tomorrow. See you then. God bless.